1: But first, standing by, Gilchrist County Sheriff Bobby Schultz is with us. And good morning, Sheriff. How you doing?
2: Fantastic,
1: Bob. How are you all doing? I uh, can't complain. It is another day in paradise. But, of course, we always have some issues we're dealing with. And my understanding is uh, uh, you folks are done. I know you're not alone. But uh, fentanyl, 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 it is up. It is everywhere. I'm sure it's in Gilchrist County.
2: Yes, sir. We're, we're seeing an uptick of it here. You know, in previous uh, interviews with you and, and conversations, you know, you, you, you're you asking about the, the drug problem in Gilchrist County, and of course we have one. But it seems like here in the past couple of months, fentanyl has made its way from the, the border and into our communities. And um, actually, I just read something from Levy County where four first responders uh, had to go to the emergency room for exposure. So it's some dangerous stuff, and uh, we've we need to thank Joe Biden every day for what, what he's doing to us.
1: Do your sheriff deputies, do, do they carry Narcan with them?
2: Yes, sir, we do. And I think pretty much all all law enforcement now are, are carrying it carrying with them. And my understanding from Levy County was if, if they didn't have it on them, the result, uh, they're, they're they're fine now. It could have been much worse.
1: I mean, if law enforcement knows what a huge problem this fentanyl is, and clearly it is, and we see statistics, about 70,000 people died, not just of drug overdoses overall. I'm extrapolating 70,000 fentanyl overdoses, and I say fentanyl poisoning because... So these aren't drug addicts, all of them. Most of them, a lot of them, think they're taking uh, a legitimate prescription-style pill because they're putting them in pill presses, and that's what they're coming out as, except nobody knows the dosage and how much fentanyl is in each pill. It could be they'll tell you, oh, this is Xanax or this is some other drug. No worries, no worries. Uh, yeah, until you stop breathing, and then there's a lot of worries. It, it, do you think you're going to get any help at all from the federal government on this?
2: Well, you know, the first thing you got to be worried about is, you know, when they come and say, hey, we're the federal government, we're here to help you. That, True. that should be a warning sign. However, I, I believe the help that needs to be gotten is is they have gotten to, they, they have to do something with that border. And then secondly, I know that uh, uh, Attorney General Moody has been having lots of meetings about this and, and trying to see how how the state can give us a hand. Uh, it's probably something we're going to have to live with until the new administration comes in and we can get Joe Biden out of there so somebody will have the guts to do what they need to do, which is shut down them borders and make people cross legally within the framework of the law. Until then, this is this is something we're going to have to put up with. I mean, I hate to be a, a theist, but truthfully, that's that's what we're looking at.
1: Well, and it goes even beyond the fentanyl. If, as long as the borders are wide open the way Joe Biden has them, uh, you've got human smuggling, you've got, uh, you know, uh, sex, slavery taking place. Have, have you come in contact with any of that in, in Gilchrist County?
2: Obviously, the, the meth and everything else, you know, uh, as far as the, uh, the other stuff, not as much. Is it here? I'm, I'm confident. And it's just a matter of time before you'll see a a news press release come from Gilchrist County saying that we've we've interrupted one of these rings, and it'll be tracked back to the to the Mexican border. And again, it could all lots of it could be stopped. All they got to do is go back to the Trump border policies, and at least give us a fighting chance here in in America to combat it.
1: And you uh, recently had a groundbreaking on a jail. I know you've been looking forward to that for, uh, for a while. How'd that go?
2: It went fantastic. About a, had a large contingent of our citizens and elected officials show up. Um, they're telling me that it can be built within, within the year. It'll be approximately uh, 80 to 90 beds, which is sufficient for our needs here uh, currently. Uh, they were able to do it without any... Extra taxes being placed on the citizens of Gilchrist County, so that that's always a plus, and we're just excited. They're gonna we're gonna give the proper care, custody, and control to the inmates, and and give our detention deputies a safer environment. So we're we're really excited, Bob.
1: Well, it is exciting because I think they'll actually you'll actually use it because you don't have the soft EAs and the judges that that many jurisdictions do. They don't need jails in those places because nobody seems to be. Going to jail, but in Gilchrist County, you you still have some good folks there, right?
2: Yes, sir. You know our our county judge and, and some of the circuit judges. They certainly understand what the process is about. Um, you know, when you have a have a crime, there has to be a punishment, and these prosecutors, they need to understand that that's their role. They they they've got to be stiff when they when you have somebody comes in front of you. Here recently, I just posted on our Facebook post, and I've been doing it on all of them, how many criminals are going multiple times in front of these prosecutors and judges, and they're usually not from our area, but from other areas, and they're seven, nine, ten times convicted felons, and they're out perpetrating the same type of crimes. The punishment has got to be stiffer. They owe it to the citizens. Um, I I can do so much, you know. uh, What the caveat is, is deputies. Truthfully, we got to make sure that there's a good product being put in front of these prosecutors. That good cases are being made. Uh, one of the things that I did was I hired a, a former state attorney, Robert Willis, to come be my undersheriff, and he's helping us make sure that our cases are solid as, as they can be. Give them to the state attorney's office, and then they go from the judge. But going back to your original question, we're blessed. We have a great county judge. Um, we have we work well with our state attorney's office. We just you know. We've got to keep working, got to keep plugging, got to keep our system safe. Uh,
1: I don't know if you want to comment or not, but, you know, recently uh, locally here, we had uh, uh, a bad guy taken down by a canine, and the canine uh, took the guy's uh, eye. Um, I mean, people would say, well, if you're not running, you're not resisting, that might not be an issue, but um, how how do you feel about that and, and I guess, the use of canines overall?
2: I'm a proponent of, of canines. You know, they, they, it can be debated through, I mean, we could probably do a whole segment on this on this topic. But however, you know, my, it's a pretty simple analogy. If you uh, play stupid games, you get stupid prizes. And when when you're running and you have a stolen firearm and you don't stop, and you know, the law enforcement officer tells you, and the law says, and it's clear, under those circumstances, as I understand them, through Gainesville, you release the K-line, that's just a tool that we have, mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate that that the, the young man lost an eye over it. But you know what? He'd still have his eyes. He'd have just stopped what he was doing, adhered to what the the law enforcement officer was saying, and he, he would again he'd he'd be able to have sight in one eye. But he didn't. And now he faces those consequences. So I, I have zero remorse for for him running, and the message that they're giving. Over there, Chief Scott, I've seen some stuff he's put he put out here recently, saying that he's going to ask for traffic enforcement to be put in certain areas, and he's got a little bit of a blowback. my My question is: Is what the world y'all thinking? You, what do what you What are you thinking? You have a problem. You have lots of uh, uh, crime going on, uh, very very violent crime. It's a tool. It's a two way thing. You you stop vehicles. You let the motorists know not every trap stop should result in a tra- traffic ticket. Uh, there, there are equipment violations or traffic violations. And secondly, you're stopping the flow of illegal narcotics, firearms, and you're finding these people who don't have a driver's license, and you're able to get them off the street. So kudos to the Chief Scott for, on that issue for standing up for his men and women and, and keeping that K-9 program going.
1: Sheriff Bobby Schultz, Gilchrist County, always a pleasure. Uh, please stay safe.
2: Yes, sir. Thank you all very much, and y'all stay safe. All
1: right. You got it. Gilchrist County Sheriff Bobby Schultz on the Bob Rose Show. its is 8-16. We've got plenty more to talk about. Mm, bet the Sheriff's Happy doesn't work in Chicago. Slow weekend, though, there. Yeah. Only 30 shot over the weekend in Chicago. Wow, they're slacking. So, yeah, Mayor Lightfoot is um, probably pretty happy, I
0: guess. (sighs) Who knows? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?